Hi everyone, welcome to another CornerCast podcast. I am your host Khalil here on casterscorner.com and this week on the podcast we have our friend Travis Duda from Hunchback Graphics and Seltzer Time Podcast. Um, Travis has been a really good friend for a long time, as long as I can remember as far as the site goes. He hopped on probably about 10 years ago or so, maybe more than that, um, and just been such a cool dude to work with. Uh, he did comic reviews, so if you haven't read those, go back and read those. We talk about working on the site. We talk about getting free comic books. We talk about a lot of things, and it was really great to just catch up with him. He's the kind of guy that we always say, like, we get along really well. We have a lot of things in common. It would be great to kind of um, hang out or, or do more stuff together, and then life gets in the way. Uh, but he is killing it with his graphic design stuff, Um up in Massachusetts in Worcester, um, hunchbackgraphics.com is his website and Twitter, you, uh, Instagram, you can find him at hunchbackgraphics. Um, he's also working on a, um, podcast, um, with up there. And I, it's one of those things that like it, it's, you can find it, um, on Instagram. It's called Seltzer Time Official, just like you think it would be spelled. And it's this little thing that caught on and he has a great time doing it up in Worcester. And it's just, it's, it's always fun to hear, you know, somebody that does podcasts and, and, and have the chance to talk to him. So, um, Travis was able to join us and I apologize. This was supposed to be episode 101. It's, as you can tell, it's episode 102. Um, just cause Hasbro PulseCon, um, came up last weekend and DJ and I had the chance to talk to Bobby Valla about Action Force and G.I. Joe. So we kind of felt it, I felt it was more appropriate, um, just to kind of follow up that momentum. But, um, Travis, we recorded this a couple of weeks ago. We actually recorded this before we recorded episode 100. So it was really great to kind of catch up with Travis and hopefully we'll do more stuff together. Um, but I always say, we both always say that and then, you know, life gets in the way. So, um, so yeah, so check out Celso Time Official and Hunchback Graphics on Instagram, hit them up, um, listen to the podcasts, give them a like, give them a follow. And of course, follow us on Instagram, Twitter, Facebook, and TikTok. I'm not as active as I should be on TikTok, but we are there. We are at Caster's Corner on all social media platforms. Um, remember to subscribe to our podcast. We are everywhere you can find podcasts, um, like Apple iTunes or Apple podcasts, wherever you get your favorite podcasts, subscribe, rate, review, share, give us a like, you know, let us know who you want to see on the show. I literally just booked our next four guests. Um, so we are looking into November. So we're going to be recording and just putting those out week after week. We're going to keep up our schedule. Um, we might take a little break over the holidays, but I'm not even thinking about that right now. I'm just focused on getting this out there. So remember to follow Travis, Seltzer uh, Time Official, and Hunchback Graphics on Instagram, and you can find them hunchbackgraphics.com. And uh, make sure to go listen to his podcast. So without further ado, guys, it is me. It is Travis Duda. We are just talking and hanging out. So just enjoy the podcast. Thanks, guys. Like 
to say that. So like we say the same thing. Yeah. We say the same thing before every show. <clears throat> but we do edit. But I mean I cut out I don't do much editing. I just cut out major gaps. Yeah. I don't I just leave that in too. I've learned from watching podcasts that I'm like there are times where like I check my radio and I'm like it, did it shut off or did some is somebody trying to call me like because like it breaks out and i'm like oh no they just took a pause because they're like and it i'm Thinking. getting used to it like sure because it's a lot of conversational stuff but so how you been great man are we are we going sorry oh we've been going <laughs> all right when I said yeah. mike was hot i was like yeah no no, no. I, you I, rip right you know, into I just, it i just go right for it yeah so oh, that's right. you do your you do your pre and post i yeah. i'm living life and loving it my man doing as best as i can in quarantine like everybody else how are you uh it's been forever since i've seen your face Granted, i know it's, it's been i think like two years i think since we've like had like a like we messaged once in a while but like we haven't done like a face-to-face and i think it's been two years yeah um yeah no it's been it's been a wild ride like <laughs> that's putting it lightly i just you know it's you know we 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 made this like a business this year. Like we filed and we're trying to figure all that stuff out. Like it's still not all settled because like I couldn't go to the lawyer's office. I couldn't go to a bank to set stuff up. My accountant was like down for a little, like there were all these things that kind of were like in the way. And now we're trying to get everything like, or I'm trying to, I keep saying we, um, I'm trying to get everything up and running and going and stuff. And it's like, all right, you got to take it seriously, keep receipts. You know, I'm doing all that good stuff and figuring it out. I probably should have had a better business plan in place, but I don't know if there really is one. Like, I I mean, it it never hurts. It never hurts. Business plans are one of those things that they're always a pain in the ass, but you always get something out of the effort, I find anyway. Um, But uh, ultimately, it's like the kind of thing where you just want to have fun and you don't want to have to think about like you're, you're writing about toys that should just be fun. Right. But you're making a business out of it and you're hoping to make a living out of it. It just becomes a whole different level of real. Well, and it's like the, the problem with it is there's so much, like I get people constantly telling me like, it's okay to like not do something. And I'm like, I, I don't think you guys understand. Like I'm the boss. So right. if, if I don't do it, it, it ain't getting done. And there is a little bit of like, there is no getting off the hamster wheel. Um, as far as like social media and promotion goes, like you got to be, you know, 2 a.m. I, I think our spike happened at 2 a.m. on January 2nd. <clears throat> so New Year's Day, we're, I'm sitting playing Fortnite and it's like 2 <laughs> nice. a.m. My girlfriend's playing and I just look down at my phone and I'm like, oh shit nobody's seen these before and i put it out there and like it just started like this my my phone was like a a um a slot machine it was just like bing 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 bing. the next morning i woke up and it was just like and that just started i think we started at like 750 750 followers on instagram on december 31st okay as of right now I think we're at 1865, 1870. Like, really? And it's, <clears throat> it's been, but it's like five posts a day. And the days that I don't, like, I notice the trending down and like, it's like that kind of. So it's, it's congratulations. I didn't notice your numbers had gotten that high. <laughs> Hell yeah, dude. I want them higher. Like, what, well, and that's the thing. 
at that high like yeah if we're all trying to be social media influencers 1800s nothing is you know yeah no because i have friends that are just like like one of my friends um that i like i've gotten to know like we knew each other online and then we met at san diego and like we talk like we text each other you know when stuff comes up um his name's toishas and uh he posts stuff and i remember i had like you know 500 followers at the time i met him and he was at like 10,000 or, or seven <laughs> or 8,000. And I'm like, dude, like, are you buying these? Like, are you, what are you doing? He's like, no, dude, you just got to post what you like. And I'm like, if, if you just post what you like, then I would have as many as you. Like, it's not as simple of like, just post what you like. It's like there, it's a grind. Like it's, it's seriously a grind. Uh, it is. so like for our podcast, right. I don't do any of our social media, thankfully. Mm-hmm. I truthfully, for somebody that does as much shit that I do, can I swear? Yes, as much okay, as you cool. want. You fucking swear. Beautiful. Thank you. Making sure. <laughs> uh, for as much as I want to release like content on the internet, I don't want to be the one that releases it. Like mm-hmm. I like generating it. I like even editing it, but I don't like the grind of posting it and then reminding people about it. I just, I'm always selling something, so it feels like I'm just done i don't want to be the guy just constantly buy my shit buy my shit so i have a business partner and a i guess comedy partner and this kid ricky nelson and he just has a knack for it like Mm. he thoroughly enjoys living on the internet it's just the the way his brain is wired and that's really the only way we can garner 2300 whatever followers Mm. and that's because we he posts three times a day at like different points in the day he's like planning out his posts now we're trying to get into this whole strategy of trying to come up with stuff that's shareable Mm -hmm. um so we've been developing these signs that just change once a day the sign itself stays the same we basically stole the idea from chandler holding your favorite album i don't know if you've seen that account but it's chandler from friends Uh holding a different album every day it's so stupid but it gets shared Yeah, exactly. Because somebody's going to see their favorite album, be like, "Oh my God, Chandler's holding it." They share it. That's going to get three more followers on your account. Yeah. So we've been putting up these signs that are like today that said "more, uh, less trouble, more bubble" or something along those lines. But we so that my point is, we got our spike when we put up right at the beginning of the NHL season, "Be more like the NHL and less like the MLB," and then we tagged. Um, spit and chicklets which is uh yeah, yeah uh i forget the podcast network barstool. i've heard of it it's barstool barstool sports yeah, yeah, yeah they're a barstool it's their barstool hockey podcast mm-hmm. and then they reshared it and then that was just like bing 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 all yeah. of a sudden any of our posts were looking at you know a couple hundred likes and their post has two thousand three thousand likes the same friggin thing i know i know it's like, but like they tag you. So like, come to us. Like we did it. Like, and we got, so we got a hundred follower bump that day, yeah. which is the most we've gotten in one day. But even still, like I too think more people are buying followers than want to admit. And yeah, go ahead. I always look for the engagement rates. I always look for like, how many likes did you get on that photo? How, how many, like, do you have consistent numbers of likes? Mm-hmm. Because if you have like 2,000, 3,000 followers, every post should be getting around 100 likes if you're really engaging with your yeah. like, and that's even scratching the surface. Yeah. Well, I mean, like it, it's even like the engagement 
piece is like it's not always consistent. Like no, I, it, it's I look for like the inconsistencies where it's like you're averaging thirty and then one spikes and then you're averaging you know you know fifty and then one spikes and it's like it's this weird one where I I never so I felt bad about one of my posts because I'm watching it grow and I feel bad about being happy about it because <laughs> it was emotional for me so I I made a post about three or four weeks ago when Chadwick Boseman died and I literally dropped my PlayStation controller. Like I was teary and I felt like I needed an outlet. So I dug through all my toys and I found my Stan Lee. I found a Chadwick Boseman and I did this nice picture with like Stan holding him like, and from the back. So it wasn't like a face shot. It was just like this nice, like we'll miss you. You know, you're always, and so that one has gone from like a normal post to top five posts ever on my account. And I'm like, I hate watching the numbers, but at, at the other hand, I'm like, it's nice that it's gotten that far. Like there's, there's different pieces. It's like, I don't, I didn't do this to get the attention. I did this as a creative outlet because I was sad. And then watching it grow, it's like, it's nice, but it's all, it's like, it's very bittersweet. Cause it's like, it's something personal that I put out there, but I also am happy to see it grow because it means it's getting exposure. So I don't know. Yeah. It's definitely a double-edged sword in that way. It is. I, I don't love the influx of content, like about people that pass away. It is such like an easy low hanging fruit yeah by no means am i accusing you of any of this no, like, no, no. Yeah. that's that's the frustrating bit because i'm sure that there are creators in that that felt genuine that like this was one of their dudes and and they're genuinely sad about it and this is how it just like they can pay one very small tribute to it yeah but yeah it does kind of you look at it like oh man are you doing this for for fake internet points or are you yeah. doing this for <laughs> Yeah, no, it was, it, for me, it was, it was a genuine, like, I, oh, yeah. you know, and I, I'm just saying, like, it, it was 100%, but, you know, there are those moments where you're, like, you're not sure which is what it's well, going to be. Well, that's exactly it. Yeah. And it sucks that those posts do. I was working in a bookstore when, uh, I don't remember the anchor's name, but some anchor passed away. Mm-hmm. And that day, there was, like, 15 people that came in to buy this dude's book never even sold one book in the eight months that I worked there. Yeah. But now all of a sudden that this dude passed away, everybody wants to come in and buy his book. Yeah. I don't know why we as humans are like wired that way, but I don't we know. Are. I don't know. Like there was a, there's one group, Facebook group that I'm part of that says when somebody dies, there's no selling trading um, or inquiring about buying stuff based on them. So like he died, nobody could trade a black Panther figure for the next like six months on that site or three months or whatever, 90 days or whatever. Cause they want to, because like one of his action figures, it was like a 12 inch Marvel legend and it, you know, normally it's 50 bucks and you go to Barnes and Noble probably and get it for 50 bucks. And it was like trending on eBay for like two fifty, And it's like, yeah, no, like I, I can't do that. But I felt like I needed, needed that outlet because it, it hit me. It's like, you know, finding out that he died and he's a year and a half older than me. Like he's not that much older than me. 
and knowing that he did that role while he was going through chemo right was just like it made it that much more powerful like it just I don't know. And then everything's coming out. Like that's probably why they did so much CGI during the Killmonger fight. And yeah. like, it all makes sense, but yeah. still like, damn. And then it, uh, the photos I'm giving myself chills, the photos of him in the hospital helping with those other kids when he clearly was dealing with some shit. Yeah. Like he, uh, yeah, the world didn't deserve him. <laughs> he, well, and then a- there's, there was that, there was that interview and it was, they did an interview on the red carpet. I think it was for, Captain Marvel and okay. somebody was interviewing him and they were like, so, you know, what do you think about uh Endgame? You know, what's, what's going to happen? And he's like, I don't know. I'm dead. Like, I'm not gonna, I'm not around. And then they're like, well, Black Panther too. He's like, I, I have no idea. I'm, I'm not going to be like, I'm not around. I'm dead. Like it's like, and like, he's talking about his character, like tight lipped, but like the timing of it all was just like, Damn. Spooky because it's at that point where he was, I don't I don't I I think he knew what was coming. You know, like there's always a chance you can beat it, but you know. Yeah. Damn. Maybe the cards. Yeah. yeah. Shit. So to bring really that down. That. Yeah, no, but I hadn't well, but truthfully, like that's I don't know, that's why I think it's so rad that they have a character like Suri yeah. set up and like an actress in her that can play the role with such vigor and such like charisma that you want to watch a full length movie with her at the lead. Yeah. I no. would, I would sit through that. I, 100%. That sounds awesome. Yeah. Like you don't have to, everybody's like, well, you know, bring in, you know, they did the snap and they could have brought back Killmonger and he's a different ad. And I'm like, no, just let it go. Like, just let it go. Let that story stand as it is. Yeah. I mean, it's going to be years later. Like it's set like five years after everything, like things happen, things change. Sure. It happens. So um so how is your podcast? Our podcast, it's yeah. fine. It's uh it's just two do two we call it two dope boys. Oh my god, two <laughs> dope boys with a podcast. It's a good enough podcast. We just talk about random stuff. I uh I moved to Worcester, oh god, maybe seven years ago now. Mm-hmm. Worcester, Massachusetts, and I've never felt connected to a place like I felt to Worcester, Massachusetts. Mm-hmm. Um so my wife and I bought a house here, which I'm currently sitting in, and I really just kind of invested in the city. Um, it's allowed me to quit my day job about three and a half years ago and go full-time freelance as a mm-hmm. graphic designer, which has been kind of like a lifelong goal. Granted, I'm 34, but yeah. it's been a goal yeah. to work for myself this entire time. Um, and then, yeah, by focusing on one community, like I was casting a net to the internet for years mm-hmm. and just scratching my head trying to figure out how to get anybody to notice me yeah (laughs) more of what we were talking about but being connected to a community i am now like i gave myself away for five years and like donated a bunch of time to a bunch of organizations in the city just people doing good stuff um and that really kind of opened my eyes to the city and kind of like put me in touch with a lot of people and then I realized that there was a gap. There was a gap of like nobody just kind of talking about, we are the second largest city in New England. We're bigger than Hartford. We're bigger than uh, literally everything but Boston, mm-hmm. Providence. Um, so the fact that we don't have a kind of like our own thing. Yeah. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like we could be Austin. We could be Portland, Oregon. Like we don't have to be the same type of Massachusetts as everybody, the rest of the state. 
Yeah. And like, we're at this pivotal moment. Well, this is all pre COVID. Yeah. Uh, we were at this pivotal moment where we just got the, the AAA affiliate for the Red Sox. Mm-hmm. They moved from Pawtucket here. So they're building them a stadium. Now there's this huge influx of money. Now there's this huge influx of attention. And again, there was no young radio podcast focused on that kind of like interesting shit happening. So my buddy Rick and I just started it. We've been going now for about a year and a half, almost two years. Um, Is that all real it's been? Good. Really? Yeah, we've been going for a while. It's like because I see, I think I see it so much, and I listen to a couple here and there, and like, um, it seems like a longer than that for some reason. Like, well, the account's been around for a lot longer. Okay. Um, he no, but I, I, it feels like because you, I guess you put out so much that I notice it. Like, yeah, yeah, that's good to hear. Yeah, <laughs> we, uh, we try to stay weekly. Um, yeah. and we're trying to broaden now like there's only so many people in our city that want to listen to us and there's only so many people that we want to shine a light on so Mm -hmm. we're trying to like just bring it out a little bit open up the focus Mm -hmm. especially now in the time of covid we have opportunity to talk to people that we wouldn't you know normally get a chance to talk to Mm -hmm. so uh we got kevin lyman the guy that started warp tour Um, he is such a fucking rad dude man and he's like he's a teacher now Mm-hmm. And so he literally gives a chance to anybody that comes and talks to him. So we slid in his DMs and he said yes. <laughs> and we had an awesome conversation. Nice. Um, but like we've kind of moved into this like music tick, which like I'm I'm into at the moment. Mm-hmm. But who knows? Who knows where it's going? There's no real plans for seltzer time. Ooh, and it's called seltzer time. It has nothing to do with seltzer. <laughs> you crack a can though. We do. <laughs> That's about it. I swear it. to God, I look at it and I go. Every time I open a can of seltzer, I think about it. like it's a good little hook. Like it's, yeah. That all goes to Ricky Nelson, man. He started it when he worked for SJC Drums. Mm-hmm. Um, he did it on their Snapchat. He did it to the point where when he left, there were kids hitting up the Snapchat asking him where he went. Um, they would take cans, like this is from all around the world now. Mm-hmm. So they would take cans or whatever they can get, Coca Cola or whatever they got in their local put like a note over it that just said uh, polar seltzer and then crack it open and send it back to him as a seltzer time. So we started the account and then he's like, yo, I should start a podcast. And my buddy Ricky does a lot of things well, but he, he, he wouldn't stay with the editing and the, the right. getting out of repeated stuff. It's just not his style. So when I hit him up, we kind of realized that like our notes compared, mm-hmm. we just want to talk about cool stuff and cool people. So it just works. What do, what do you think? So I think that's, for me, one of the things is I've never felt like I belonged in any kind of community. I I mean, um, I've it always sucks. felt like an out. No, I do. I always feel like an outsider. Like I felt the same way. And um, you are a lot more outgoing than I am, to be honest <laughs> with you. <laughs> I put you on a good show. I put on a real good show, but I I don't even put on a show. I'm just like, get, <laughs> get me out of here. Like, how do I get out of here quicker? Um, I don't. I don't. I. It's interesting because I think I think this website, Caster's Corner, and the podcast and everything was born out of not belonging. Like, I tried message boards and stuff, and I guess I have a problem where I I don't like. For everything that's a mess around me at the moment, it looks very inefficient and messy. I don't like inefficiency in doing things. So, like, I have this problem where if I go and do something with a group of people, 
at some point I'm like, okay, people, this shit isn't working. This is how we have to do it. And like, let's like fake, let's fix this. And so every kind of message board or whatever, I kind of started getting up there and being like, all right, I, you know, I'm really involved here. I, I want a say in things. And everybody's like, get the fuck out of here. Like, no, we're not like, so I just started my own thing. <clears throat> and even within that, there's been a decent amount of like, you know, people jockeying for a position and, you know, at different points, people having differing opinions on how things should go. And, um, it, I, it would be really nice to have a, a community that I felt like I, I don't, but I don't know if I'd want it. Like, I don't know. Like, that's the hard part, right? Like, it just, to me, it's like, you need to be able to fit in the way you fit in kind of deal. And like, maybe you fit in by only being around every once in a while. Like to me, that's, that's kind of how I fit in. I, I, I go in, I spend some time, mm -hmm. I help a lot of people, but I'm most effective sitting here by myself late at night doing whatever legwork I'm doing. Mm -hmm. Like for the, I'm part of a international mural festival that happens here in the city. Um, the way I'm most effective is I make the, 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 we call it a passport, but mm -hmm. it's like a booklet of shit that yeah. way for people to find stuff. I don't need to hang out to be helping. Yeah. Um, I don't like bars. I don't like <laughs> large group. I mean, like, remember the night we were back behind Bill's house yeah, 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 and yeah. Wh wh where did we end up? You and I were talking yeah. and the rest of the party, like, that's where I'm most comfortable. I love like, yeah, very small yeah. bingo. Yeah. So like fitting in for in terms of Worcester, it feels like I'm I found a niche that I can serve. Mm -hmm. There's like there's a there's a large group of people that want um, an in-house designer, but they can't afford it full time. Mm -hmm. So I can help them out. I can make my money and I can kind of live this life that I want. Um, but I still like excuse me. By no means am I doing like exactly what I want to be doing. Like there was a time when I was writing comics and I was buying comic books. Oh God, I was buying way too many comic books. I, I, but I quit that job yeah. so I can't afford it. Right. <laughs> so, and then I, I kind of had to like pull myself cold Turkey because if I can't buy them, I can't write them. I got to focus. Mm -hmm. And I've been so like without comics for the longest time. And that sucks. Does <laughs> like it? when I was, Oh, it, it, it stinks, man. I love comics. Okay. And like, I have to like hold my, I have been a very addictive personality. Oh yeah. No, I, you're saying everything I agree with. I'm sitting here with a set of Thundercats, a set of GI <laughs> I've been buying these goddamn things since 1983 and I, I'm still buying them. These are all new. Like nothing here is like vintage. This is all new shit. And, and so, you're still buying. And I'm still buying like t tonight. Um, Sorry, I don't I get off on a tangent, but tonight, like, I no, got tell all, me. The, all the Lego minifigures from Harry Potter. Like, they had the blind bags, right? In 10 years, I've gotten three doubles. Tonight, I got my fourth. They're blind bags. You can't see. So I have to stand in the store for an hour, feel every bag, and try to figure out what's inside the bag so I don't take it home. And I've only... I So there's sets of, like, 12 to 16 figures. There's about three waves a year. So if you want to do the math... 30 waves, I don't know. I, I don't know what the number is. So what's that, 30? Let's say 30 times uh, 12. Um, I'm bad at math. So 480? Well, 3 times 30. 12 is, oh, 360. 360. 
Out of 360 bags, I've only gotten three unintentional duplicates, right? Tonight I got my fourth and I'm like, son of a bitch. Like there's part of me that was like, I don't have enough time to go back to the store to try to feel up another 50 bags to try to find the one I don't have. Those poor bags. Like, oh yeah, no. And people like, people just stand and I'm just like, I've got, I've got like a system. I have my phone out with a picture of all of them. So I know what they look like, what, what pieces I'm feeling for the Legos. And then I've got a pile in front of me. I've got piles next to me. I've got my phone writing everything down and I'm like, and I've got them segmented. So if at some point during the process, I realize that, oh, maybe I made a mistake. And it's usually like I get halfway through and I felt up like 30 bags and I'm like, yeah, I know. I love that we keep saying felt up, by the way. No, don't it's change. The only this other is way amazing. Change. This is yeah. I, nope, that's what it, that's what you did. I did. Um, I felt up 30 bags and I start to really get a feel for what pieces are what in the bags. Cause I'm like, that's a Dumbledore that like, I could start doing that where I like, I pick it up, I shake it, feel it. I'm like, Dumbledore, Dumbledore, grip, grip. And I'm like, and so like, I can go back. So I've got a list and I go, okay, one through four. All right. Fourth bag. And like, I can go back and double check to make sure I got the right part. Like it's a, it's a, it's a thing. Um, I am whole- not into anything as much as you are. <laughs> you toy dudes. I give you. Some of the stories of you guys chasing people down for new batches, like you all have a love that I do not. I, I wish I loved anything as much as you guys. Well, love so toys. we can get back to you saying this all started because you said you have a, a, a an addictive personality. So yeah. So go ahead. <laughs> no, no, no. But please, so you you felt up these bags. You have your system. Yep. And after at the end of the day, what did you end up pulling the second of? What do you uh, have a duplicate of? So, and and th- th- the worst part about it is I was sitting at a table and I was opening all of them and my girlfriend was actually helping me because she likes Harry Potter. So she was like, oh, I want to see what you got. So we split up the bags. I gave her eight. There were 16 in this set. I had eight. She had eight. And not even on purpose, 100%, the last bag was the one that was going to determine whether or not it had a double. And in this set, Harry... And Neville both um, are a figure. They come with a wand and they come with a book. And the only difference is Neville's book has a ridge on it. Because it's the it's the beast book from the third movie with that bite. That's the only real difference. And uh, Harry, in the store, Harry was the last one I needed. And I felt the book and I was like... I don't feel the ridges and I must have grabbed the wrong part of the book and felt it because I've got two Neville's now. So disappointed in myself. I'm really disappointed in myself. I'm I'm so sorry to hear that. We're going to wake up at 7 a.m. tomorrow and go to stores and try to find a Harry Potter. Like I won't even go on. I can go on eBay right now and probably get him for three bucks because he's probably the most in the box. But nope, I it's a point of pride. I need to find. That's the thrill of a hunt. I don't know if that was a thrill to hunt. I think it's <laughs> idiot's addiction is what it's more like. Um, but no, but that's exactly. I mean, so like, yeah, I don't. Man, I don't need to go that crazy. Like, there's there's a run the jewels. Uh, what is it? Run the jewels and Deadpool cover mm-hmm. that like I want. Right, I want it. I don't want to spend the kind of money that that eBay wants it. So that's why I'm saying like I don't think I love comics as much as you love toys i just i just like comics i guess i you know what i don't so 
I, I'm just teasing. No, no, this no, no. This is no. just funny. No, no, no. I think I, you're 100% real. Right. But I think the difference is, um, I think the way you're you're putting it is, it, in my head, it plays a little different because I look at it as like, you're an artist. Like, if you if somebody told you tomorrow you couldn't draw anymore, you couldn't do your art anymore at all. Like, you're done. No more graphic design. You got to go work. It's one of my f- biggest fears. Like, but that's what I'm saying. Like that is like, even if you weren't doing it for a job, like they just said as a hobby, as a, as a side thing, as something that you do outside, you couldn't do it anymore. I think that's the equivalent for, and it's not toys. It's, it's for me, it's pop culture because I'll, I watch like this week, every night this week I've watched winter soldier. Like every the same movie, same movie every night. Every night I fall asleep watching it. Um, okay. And, um, you know, a couple of weeks ago was Infinity War and a couple of weeks before that. It's usually Marvel because I'm, I've seen them so many times that I just... But sometimes it's 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 Furious. It's Fast and Furious movies. Sometimes it's Batman. Sometimes it's, um, you know, sometimes it's Good Will Hunting. Like, I will just watch them over and over. It, it's pop culture. It's, it's just staying in the know. And toys are just a piece of it because sure. it, it can be video games like Fortnite. I'm obsessed with getting every single possible like achievement um, and unlocking every skin. Um, so you're a completionist. Yes. That's really what it is. Yeah. But it all centers around pop culture. If you ask me about history or politics or I couldn't tell you a goddamn thing like, and I'm a history teacher. <laughs> My I have a buddy is, that's, yeah. I have a buddy who's who's uh, an attorney by day, but his the his collection, the thing that he like sought after, he needs a hundred percent. Is he loves um, election badges or like the old yeah, um, yeah, yeah. the buttons yeah, yeah the buttons yeah yeah yeah. So he's on button for that. It's just getting flashbacks of thinking. Yeah, I'm surprised you're not in anything historical like that as a history teacher. You know, it's it's funny. Um, I do. It's kind of one of those things where it's like you do it during the day for a paycheck and you're like, I don't want to come home and think about it. Like I'm a poli-sci major. I have a degree in political science and I worked at the state Capitol. Like I, I could have been a politician if I want, like, no, I just, this stuff, this just, just makes me happy. Like it just, it's way less stressful. Well, I don't know about that. (laughs) 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 It's not more less stressful. Um, but, uh, yeah, I don't know. I think it's, I think it's just what it is. And I look at it like, you know, I don't have kids. I don't know if I will. I'm okay with that. Like I'm just same. I'm I'm there. And we have two dogs, and that's yeah. I have a dog. Like, but all my friends that have kids, when they need something, toys, they call me, and I'm like, you know what? If if I'm Santa for half a dozen kids for the rest of my life, I'm, I'm good with that. Like maybe you know maybe someday it it would be nice, but I don't know if it's in the cards, and I've come to grips with that. Like. I'm good with that so sarah and i have talked about like we could see potentially like by our 40s mm-hmm. maybe we feel differently yeah and we would consider something like adoption yeah. where if we had the time and the energy we'd open up our home to yeah. somebody um because there are plenty of kids but bringing more kids in just not not really on my top yeah. 10 list of things i'd like to achieve um but i like being a bitch and uncle yeah, and it's fun uh, yeah, I mean, I, I my brother and sister don't actually have kids, but my best friends do. Yeah, and uh, 
I got a message tonight. I have a a niece that I card I call Narwell because of her initials, mm-hmm. and I got a photo of her first day at school project, and there's a big Narwhal sticker on there. That's and awesome. I was like, oh, that made me my heart hurts. That feels so good. Like, oh, God. yeah. No, I'm an only child, so there is no brother and sister. But I have friends that have had kids, and I'm uncle, and I'm good Bingo. with that. It's fun. Yeah, you could check in. You get the good parts, and then when they start being a pain in the ass, you're like, I got to go. Yeah. See you later. But it's also fun because it's like I'm, I'm probably more plugged into like I, I I'm trying out TikTok now. Like in the last couple, are of you? Years. Yeah, I'm giving it a shot. Uh, trying to figure out toys that? with it. The, so apparently TikTok's already old news. And Is there a new one now? Yeah. Well, Ricky told me he signed up for it last night. Anyway, I'll find it for you. But yeah, I could see that. And Triller. Triller is apparently the new TikTok. Okay. I'll look at it. You heard it here first, people. Um, But it's like, you know, there was a couple weeks ago where something... Something disturbing was going around on TikTok. Um, somebody somebody killed themselves on a live stream. And people were rickrolling and people were rickrolling the video. So they were starting it as one thing and ending it with that. And so all my friends that have kids that are in that tween age, I texted and I'm like, Hey guys, like take your kids off TikTok for the next forty eight hours. Like make sure they're not looking because they're not gonna see it coming. That's the other thing. They're not going to see it. And so, and, but you know, so it's, it's, it's two good things, right? Like I stay connected. Um, I'm into all the toys. I talk to all the toy people, you know, that make the toys. I go to all the stores. Like I know the ins and outs. Like I, I'm fine with that. I like it. It makes me feel good. Like hell yeah, dude. Yeah. So why change? Uh, well, money. <laughs> yeah. Money. I don't know. So like there's, there's the, you can go real deep in a conversation on capitalism and whether or not it's substantially, but like we as a society put money above other things. And at the end of the day, we all remember hearing that money can't buy happiness. Well, and so it's not, so for me, it's not, I need money for happiness. Like I'm self-aware enough to realize like if I had more money, I would just spend it. Like I'm, I'm aware, <laughs> like I would buy really cool fucking toys. Um, or really cool fucking toys. I would. Oh no, and that's I, that, but that's my point too. I'm I'm off searching my own business because I want to make more money so that I can do things. Because as money can't buy happiness, yeah, but it sure buys a fucking speedboat, and speedboat will make you smile. Like, well, it's and for me, it's like it's a it's it's a. I don't want to worry if I go to Wendy's to get a burger, whether or not I should get the four for four, or I should get a meal. Like, right. you know what I mean? Like the, so for me, money is not like, I don't need millions. Like I don't, I don't want that. I don't want to be rich, like, like uncontrollable rich, but like, I just want enough to kind of be comfortable. Not worry. Yeah. I want to pool. I want to drink. I want to work when I want to work and enjoy the job. Like, um, I'm not there yet. So that's the fucking dream, dude. To only work when I need to. Yeah. But or you want to. That's exactly it. Like you know, like yeah. you could work like you said, like you find the community <clears throat> and I'm sure if you had the money and you felt that connected, you would probably just do it for free. Like I I mean Probably. Like No, you're right. Yeah. I mean there's a lot I do for free. 
So right. you're right. Um, no, truthfully, what I want, like, so there's this there's this whole balancing act, right? Where the way to make real money is to get employees and to like, there's only so much I can do as one creator. Yeah. Like, there's only so many hours. There's only so many ideas in my head in a certain amount of time. If I can be a broker, basically, between the people needing the projects and a, you know, a group of collective or creative people that can help me achieve the work, mm-hmm. I, as the business owner, I stand to make far more money. Right. I just get far more stress. Right. And these are like the things that I'm identifying in my own fucking skill set is that <laughs> I need better <laughs> organizational skills so that I can facilitate yeah. and what's the word? Uh, delegate manage correctly. manage yes you have to manage, yeah, manage. Like it's i did a, i did a training program a couple of years ago about managing like being the boss and it's like um the idea behind it is um are you putting out fires or are you um are you in survival mode or are you on um thrive like that's thriving um but it's something like that like are you being a survivor like are you just worried about where the next meal is coming from um, like to, to put it in context or are you like, you know, prepping to, to, to put away the food, like thriving or surviving? That's what it's thriving and surviving. Um, and you know, a lot of us are in the survival mode for 90% of our lives. Like we're just trying, we're not doing any planning. We're not doing any forethought. We're just trying to get to the next month. We're just trying to get to the next project. Um, and it sucks. It sucks. In <laughs> it really does. But I mean, so like I'm reading, I'm listening to these self-help books and I'm listening to like uh, business strategy books and like everybody says, pay the people that do, you know, figure out what you're not doing well mm-hmm. and then find somebody that does it well and pay them to do it. And right. that way you stay focused on the thing that does well. Right. And as long as the thing that you're doing well generates money, the system works. Right. If it doesn't generate money, well, then I don't know how to fucking help you. Yeah. And that's basically what these books that keep telling me. Yeah, I want to be like, again, back to comics. Like I basically, uh, uh, what, six weeks ago, I got, my buddy had a comic that like as a graphic novel, it's almost done. And he just needs some help getting it across the finish line. And he hit me up and I've been working on a comic for the past six weeks. And like, I've gotten like this <laughs> I remember how much fun they are uh-huh. and like, yeah, it's a huge pain in the ass. I'm going through every single page and I'm, I'm looking for crossbar eyes versus like other, you should only be a crossbar eye. If it's an I statement, every other capital I should just be a right. It's so like minutia lettering, editing uh-huh. stuff. I love it. And like, but there's no money in it. Like no. unless you're working for one of the big dudes, yeah, there's no money, but it's called tales to enlighten. People should listen to it or watch it, read it. That's how you do comic. Look at it. You read comics. Um, Tales to enlighten. um, Yeah, no, it's, it's when I found out like a couple years ago, I was managing something and we got to the point where I had a staff and I didn't have to do it by myself. And so um, at this job, there was a point where I wasn't able to teach because we had the staff to do it. And I would pop in every once in a while and throw myself into the rotation because I missed it. Like (laughs) I enjoyed doing it. Um, Sure. And so the website stuff is the same thing where it's like, I'm really good at this. If you ask me to sit down at a computer and write an article, I want to pull my hair out. Um, 
like it's just like and video too like the idea of like recording video and like editing it and fig- and I'm like look I you know I, I don't have anything to say like why are you like but this this I love because it's it's the conversation it's getting to know people um and it's 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 spiraling off it's having all these little side things that you kind of figure out and there's no point like there's no like I don't have an agenda most of the time. Some of the times I do if somebody's on to promote something, but for the most part, it's like, it's just nice to, and I'm good at this. I'm good at it and I'm consistent with it too. So that's the other nice piece about it is that I can, for the most part, we've kept up once a week schedule. We've changed the week, but here and there, but for the most part, we've kept that up and it's been nice to do that stuff. But yeah, it's a, sometimes it's a grind. Sometimes it's a real grind. And that's the thing that's annoying is the things that you love are still a grind yeah. and you wish they were just easier. But you love them. So like, it's okay that they're a grind. like, even though they're a grind, like there was, there was a year or so or in years, you know, like kind of crossover where there were times where Bill would do more work than I did, or I would be doing a lot of like the making sure things happened or making the communication continue. And he was doing like the day to day and writing and doing a lot of articles Um, and I really was like, this doesn't feel right. Like I still need to be on the ground. Like we're not there yet. We're not, um, it's not moving the site forward. It's just keeping it, it's keeping it afloat, but it's not moving it forward. Um, and that was a real hard moment. Like two years ago when Bill and I decided that it was time to stop, like for him to take a break and kind of retire. And he retired, um, uh, this year officially like toy fair was his last big event that he was going to do for us. Sure. Um, and he, he can't let go though. He's got like two reviews coming, um, up, but, um, we're better friends because of it. Like it, it's nicer. It, that's the other hard part is when you're doing things with friends and we've had it before. Um, it, cause you want to do stuff with your friends like yeah because like, who doesn't that sounds fun it's so much fun like it's like hey guys let's go buy a bar like <laughs> like it's like it's that idea um that's sitting like, in a hotel room in new york city with dudes like jason and bill and oh god everybody that was there like yeah those were some very fun times that was odd it wasn't very comfortable but it was no. very fun yeah and like that's those are the parts that for my stint for writing for the website, I, w- I will never forget those because like, Oh, that year was that year that you came to New York comic con with us. That was like, we were rolling deep. I think we had like 10 passes. You guys went on a Harbor cruise, like party. Like it was, I got to see run the jewels play in front of the statue of Liberty. And like, this was right before they really, really blew up. Yeah. So like it was for me and like three or four other people in that place that night, it was the night of our lives and yeah. everybody else was just like, just learning about them. And it was and, awesome. And for me, I'm sitting there like, well, I wanted to fucking kill somebody. Cause I'm like, I got the food sucked. No, no, I wasn't there. I was home. I had oh. work or something. So like everybody's posting pictures of like the parties and stuff. And I'm like, motherfucker. Nobody's posting anything. Nobody's posting <laughs> Nobody's sending me pictures so I could do them on social media. Like I was just like, see, fuck? I'm bad at it. Uh, I'm no, bad no, but, at fine, it. but but see, but that was the thing, right? It for everybody at that time, and even for me, it was. 
I took it seriously, but it was still like a hobby, right? Like it was still like, I didn't treat it like a business. I didn't say like, you are responsible to do this. And then if you want to go out and party, good for you. But I need three, I need three posts by eight o'clock. Like I didn't do that because it was also harder because I had friends. Um, and the funny thing is this podcast that we're doing right now is going to air after our hundred, you're going to be number one Oh one. Um, and so episode a hundred is going to be me and bill and we hope junior. Um, so people have already seen that. And so we're going to talk about all this stuff, like a hundred episodes, 15 years, like, you know, 15 uh, years. Yeah. Caster's corner this February. So it's like 14 and like three, four, this, this, the first week of February will be 15 years for the website. We're almost there. Um, well i'm not saying it yet i'll yeah. say it when you get there <laughs> yeah yeah don't um but yeah it's like um you want to do it with your friend and i've got friends now i've got new friends that i've made through doing this that i go guys like if i do the podcast and you turn out this because this is what you're good at and you do this and you do this i think we can make this happen like and i'll put up all the startup like just just come on like just you know, um, and you know, I, I think me and you kind of work the same way in, in some ways. Um, I don't want the credit. Like I don't, I don't need to feed the ego. Like it's nice to have those moments. Um, and whenever I've been like, you guys should come aboard, it's never been from a place of looking at it going, well, I want Caster's Corner to name. Cause at one point I was willing to change the name of the site, um, to bring people on. It was more about the idea of like, I've got the traffic and I've got the contacts and the contacts talk to me because I've got a 15 year history or 12 year history, whatever you guys have been running for three years. So come here, you guys can do what you want, but I'm going to give you a home. But everybody, everybody, I call it the guy in the room. Everybody wants to be the guy in the room. Nobody wants to give up the Lego breakfast. Nobody wants to get up, give up meeting Kevin Smith. Everybody wants to be in that room. The problem is we're all jockeying for the room. We're not all going to get in there. Like, and for me, it's been more the idea of as if it propels the site forward or does something good for the site, it's better than stroking my ego. Um, Agreed. And, and getting, you know, the selfie or, or whatever. It's nice. Don't get me wrong. I've had some really good times, but um, it's that idea of like, let's, let's take this someplace so that we can, we can all be better. Um, yeah. That's, I mean, so I've long believed that if you want to go fast, go alone, but if you want to go far, you go with friends. And I know that to do the things that I want to do, ego can't get in the way. It needs to be bigger than one person. Like, yeah. I mean, I have some, some crazy, crazy plans for later in life to be super, you know, give a lot of money, away. you know, give a lot of money away, but, you know, give a lot of myself away and just yeah. be dedicate myself to just helping people. And to do that for credit is so disingenuous that it will stifle it. So yeah, I, I need to, truthfully, I need to learn to, to settle my own ego at times and realize that like every person has ideas and we all can like listen more and talk less yeah that's what i struggle with right now where it's like yeah trying to listen more like trying to see other perspectives 
I think that's that's the important piece because even though you have a good idea, even if you don't like where they're going, it might give birth to an idea or a collaboration. It'll be 10 yeah. times better than your idea. Um, but you only get that if you listen to other people. Like it's, yeah, and give them space and yeah. give them room to breathe. And to do what they do, like because that's it's what tough. you want. Like, it, trust me, yeah, it's very tough. It's very tough. Because this, yeah, because even as I'm saying this, I'm like, yeah, but then they fuck it up, and then and then you got to go back and fix it, and <laughs> then your fucking time's gone again. It's just, uh, it's I was a, trying it's a not duality. to say that. Yeah, it's yeah. a duality, but it that's is. that's what it is. Well, because it's kind of like the, um, it's like the is it Tiny Tunes? Was it Tiny Tunes? Where she was like. Well, it's Chris Farley too. I mean, it's like those two references where he's like in Tommy Boy, where he's like, I got the roll. He's like, the roll's my sale. And I love it and I pet it and I and I nurture it. And then at some point it's just like <laughs> and he just like squeezes it and, <laughs> and I kill it. Um that's what I mean, that's that's the problem with passion, right? It's like you just have such strong emotions for it, it's hard to um let go of it. So. I keep dreaming that I'm going to find somebody that feels the exact same way about like the design company mm-hmm. and they're the, going to be the person that helps me achieve. That's just not how shit gets done. You might get lucky and find somebody that thinks or similarly, or like you compliment each other, mm-hmm. but from being involved in a lot of like major organizations or like major events, yeah, all events really get pulled off by a small group of people with very like, dedicated roles and dedicated responsibilities and you basically the less you're stepping on each other's toes the better your event's going to be yeah no and i mean we we, i know that from from doing all the stuff on the website everybody has their niche and the minute that you try to manage that sometimes it just goes off the rails oh yeah Uh, even when it's it's a it's a real thing um it just goes really weird i guess my thought was even like you're doing it with your friends. I do some of these events with friends. They want to be in the room. They want to be say that they're on the committee, but they're not willing to go get their hands dirty to yeah. go get shit done. And that's the stuff that I just, I want less of that yeah. just it infuriates me and it prevents me from bringing on, or I guess it's like a trust issue. I'm afraid to trust somebody. Are no, you just going to sit here for the, yeah. And, and the hard part is like, and, and if it comes off, like I'm saying anything about anybody specific, it's not like, I couldn't, I, I, and I've said this, I couldn't have done any of this without you and Bill and Junior and, and all the other guys, Jesse and DJ and the new guys and for, to you, um, <laughs> like uh, all these other guys that are outside the circle and even, you know, Jason and Adam Pharaoh and, and Pharaoh and, and Hopkins and Bryant, like everybody that had kind of had a hand in, you know, the, the last 15 years and hundred episodes, it's like everybody's been there. Um, and done stuff, but um, it just like um, I, nobody nobody wanted to put it all in the middle. Like nobody wants it. Like I'm like, okay, guys, the servers this year cost X amount of money, and everybody's like, it's your site, right? Like we're just and I'm like, okay, well I got to go to Comic Con. It's going to cost me three grand. Okay, good for you. And I'm like, good luck with that. Where people yeah, go, dude. like people go and um, we had two people go that brought their significant others and she just like, I will never forget getting a call um, from Bill one time 
And he's like, Becca wants to get pizza. I'm going to have to bail on my last appointment. And I had finished for the day. I was wrapped for the day. And I was at an HBO party, like, trashed. Like, this was, like, I had just gotten divorced. Like, I was, like, who Oh, shit. It was that year. Yeah, it was that year. And I was just like, fuck, all right, well, whatever. Like, okay, who was the last appointment? I was just like, fuck it, who's the last appointment? And he's like, well, it's, it's, um, it's uh, Robert Downey Jr. and Don Cheadle. And I was like, where is it? <laughs> where is it? I'm like, left the hotel, went three blocks, got into the room. And I was just like, fuck. And I got to talk to them. It was great. It was awesome. Do you, do you remember it? How, how trashy were you? I was, I was awake. I was, I was aware enough. And unfortunately, the people I wanted to answer my question, I even remember the question, um, didn't answer. And I was like, fuck, I didn't want you to answer. I wanted you to answer. Um, and I asked out a girl, actually. I got a girl's number afterwards. Was, hey. Never went anywhere, but it was nice. It was Comic-Con. You know, it was nice. <laughs> um, but it was like, it was one of those moments. And I don't fault him because I took my ex-wife the first year we went to Comic-Con so we didn't know. And I just remember her calling me multiple times crying, going, I'm all alone. All my friends are here and you're not here. And I got to go to dinner without you and blah, blah, blah. And I'm like, so I warned everybody and nobody believed me. And I was like, all right, here we go. Here we go. And not to fault Bill. I can't. so different on that side of the table. It's not Becca's fault. It's not Bill's fault. I'm not mad at them for it. I covered it. Like it was one of those things where like, thankfully I was able to get there and, and do something with it. But like, um, it's the nature of the thing when you're like, you're not, they're not being paid, right? They paid their own way. Um, they got free tickets, which is great, but like everything else is on them. So like, I can't put any kind of requirements on them. Like, right. And I, and I was aware enough of that, that like, and I don't, and again, it's not like, I'm like, Oh, he's such an asshole for bailing. Like Bill and I've worked together for what? Another eight years. Like just fine. Like it's not one of those, but it's one of those things where I go, it was more important for me to be like, I was in the room. Like I was in the room. I got to talk to them. I got to see them. The site got the the article. Like it was, you know. Well, when you're in that world, that's that's the only thing that matters. Because yeah. when people want to read about what, you know, Iron Man and War Machine said, they're yeah. going to just Google it. And if your article's at the top, you get the readers. Right. Um, but the, to do it, you it's a fucking slog. It is. It is. It really is. I, I, I give you guys so much respect. I <laughs> barely got my articles done, and that was within like two weeks after the fact. You, you're you actually running more on my schedule than you – like that's usually mine where I'm like, I got a bunch of toys today. And I looked at my mother, and I was like, yeah. I'm like, I'm not going to get to these. And she's like, why not? And I'm like, because I'm going to open them. I'm going to throw them in a box, and then I'm going to forget where the box is. And then I'm going to find these like three months from now and go, oh, shit, I was supposed to write about these. I'm like, okay. Like, it's just kind of one of those, <laughs> one of those things that's it's hard to kind of keep up with. But, um, yeah, I don't know. Yeah. It's kind of one of those deep conversations where you just can't figure it out. Like, so how is the graphic design stuff doing? Like, you, I mean, I don't think people know. And this is the first time you're on the podcast. Um, you redesigned our logo. Um, yeah, well, yeah. Years ago. Since redone it, though. 
But only it, subtly, somebody touched it. Somebody just yeah, but uh, it looks good. It, it just it's like um, it simplified the colors because I think there were like four or five different colors in there, and I think they pulled it down to three. Um, it looks great. Yeah. Um, but like you redesigned, like I never thought I would like it. Like I had this design that I did when I was in high school writing a comic book actually. And then we turned it into the logo and you're like, why, why are you, why do you have this thing? Like it reminded me of like Sonic two, the, like the shape around Sonic two with the circle and the wings. Yeah. Yeah. Do, it, do, 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 do. It, yeah. No, it was, um, it was, it was the, it was the crest it was like the insignia of the superhero i created <clears throat> that was supposed to be like um um like it was supposed to be wings um it was supposed to look like a goddess so it had like horns it had like two little things that came up and it had the wings that kind of came out and it got simplified down and took the horns off so it was just like this circle with the wings but it never really the comic never went anywhere so nobody knew where the hell it came from <laughs> well you did i did but didn't really do it. Yeah. So I did, I did the logo. I think we just kind of simplified it. Yeah. Uh, I loved the idea of the two K's. Yeah. I like as a designer, I tend to like simplicity and I like patterns and I like symmetry. Yeah. So no, it was basically awesome. like, I, yeah, was I really, I love it and I still love it to this day. I think it's my favorite. It's nice, clean, easy design that I just absolutely love doing. So how's, How's it for you doing stuff like that, like designing logos and stuff? Um, you know, it's it's all right. <laughs> it was uh, at the beginning of COVID, at the beginning of the pandemic, it was hectic. Like mm-hmm. all my projects went on hold. I did, like I tend to work with a lot of restaurants, so they didn't know what they were doing. Um, I thought I was going to have to get another day job and uh, I was able to figure out a couple small quick projects that kept me afloat. My wife is amazing mm. and she helps me <laughs> together. We are able to maintain this life together, which is incredible. Mm-hmm. Um, and then for whatever reason, the past say two, three months, there's been this just like huge uptick where everybody's like, fuck this. I'm going to get my stuff done. I'm going to use this as my opportunity to do whatever. Mm-hmm. And I've been working 12 hour days. That's awesome. <laughs> every day yeah it's great but like you said before is a sentence i say once a week if i don't do it nobody does it because i'm the only guy like i have a business partner but he's a dad Mm -hmm. he works at raytheon i don't know if you heard about about raytheon today but they're laying off fifteen thousand people so i we don't know but that's my point like he has plenty of shit on his mind that i can only get so much of his time so it's really it's it's me. And if I want to do this, then it's me. Right. There's no vacation time. No, there's, no. there's just time I don't get paid for. Right. But I'm okay with that. I don't, it's like, I'm enjoying the, the journey kind of deal. Mm-hmm. And, um, we are now officially an LLC as of the past couple of weeks ago, I paid myself as an employee, as a fucking direct deposit, which is absolutely banana land to me. Like that's awesome. (laughs) That like legitimizes my entire 10 years of building up to this point to make this thing actually come to life. And, uh, because of that, I've been able to take on like some more just random fun projects like seltzer time and like working on this graphic novel. Mm -hmm. And I'm really hoping that like, so once we finish tales to enlighten, I'm hoping to move on and potentially write something again. That's awesome. Like, 
I was doing Boston Comic Con. I did Boston mm-hmm. Comic Con selling some comics. Oh yeah, you um, did those great rack cards or the postcards for us with the rocket. Like yeah, 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 yeah. We handed those out everywhere we could. Hell yeah, yeah. Um, so like I'd love to get back into that, but even I don't know. See, I, I wouldn't want to do it the way those guys do it because now I have some friends that do the con scene and to really make money in the con scene, you have to go to every fucking convention every weekend. It's a season, right? Like it's like you, God, it it sounds awful. I mean, so, I mean, that's one of the things that like I was thinking about because I look around the room and I'm now 41 and I'm looking like 10 years ago or it's six years ago. I look around the room and I see the guys that are like balding really over, I'm overweight, but (laughs) like don't like they don't look together like their clothes are dirty like their shoes are really fucked up like they just they look like they're one step from being homeless and going to myself i don't want to be that guy i always you remember at new york comic-con they have those booths above the um the the show floor those are glass booths yeah so those glass booths mtv has one for the for the con the people come up to them for, for interviews. Newsarama had one. Like all these different IGN had one. So like they have their like booth and like the people come up for interviews to them. They don't go down to the floor. They come up. And I've always said someday I want one of those. I want like a suite at San Diego Comic-Con where they come up to us. We're not standing in the hallway waiting for that. Like – I don't know if that'll ever happen. I don't know what direction we're going to take, but like, that's the thing where it's like, you really want, I don't want to do the grindy stuff. Like I'm willing to do the grind to get there, but I want to do it different than everybody else. I'm the same way. Yeah. Yeah. So. Unfortunately, the only way I can figure out how to get from A to B is to do the grind. Well, and so, but that's the thing. That's one thing I've always said to everybody. It's like there for me, at least being on like this edge of like, building your own website, doing entertainment stuff, doing writing, doing a podcast, doing photography. There's not like a, like a doctor's path. Like you go to school, you get this degree, you go to med school, you do an internship, you do a rotation here, you get your specialty, blah, blah, blah. There isn't a track for this stuff. So um, why not break, break whatever mold you think is okay. And I mean, that's why I let go with the podcast. Like I edit this thing, I put in the music, I put in the intro, the levels sometimes are good, the levels sometimes aren't that good. I don't give a shit. It goes out every week and we we talk a lot of fun shit. Like it's it's more important. Like it's too much fun. So see, I that's so funny. I I wish I could take that kind of like I wish I could stay that way about the podcast forever, but I know that if I constantly do it that way, like there's a barrier to entry. And like, I'm now trying to figure out ways for us to step up the quality of our recordings in our quarantine, because I know that some people won't listen to the podcast if it doesn't sound NPR style. And like, I wonder how many times I'm like barrier to entry. People mm-hmm. don't want to take my shit legitimately. I don't know. It's like, it's tough, man. Cause like, I, I want, I want to just be able to do this shit. I wish I have, had an editor. Have you watched YouTube lately? Like, oh yeah, I watch like, YouTube every day. I don't watch cable. Like I, so I was watching a video today, and so this is going to come off really bad, but there's there's a there's a silver lining to the end of this. Um, I watched a video of somebody do a review, and I'm not going to be specific because I don't really want to hurt the guy's feelings. Um, I watched somebody do a review of a toy, 
it was a toy that I didn't, I didn't necessarily know was coming, but I kind of wanted to see what it looked like. He was sitting in front of a white wall. He was like, look at the box. Isn't the box really cool? Like, oh, and the background diorama piece. And it was just a cardboard backing. Like it wasn't like that impressive. And he's like, isn't this really neat? And, and I was just like sitting there watching it going, oh, this looks really, he's like in a dirty t-shirt at the white wall. It looks like, like, you know, like there's no furnishing. There's nothing on the walls. Like he looks like he hasn't had a haircut. Like not that we all had haircuts. Right. It just looked like. There's a reason I'm wearing a hat. Yeah. yeah. It's like, it's, it's, um, but I'm like. Low quality, low editing. Low quality, low editing, not knowing your shit, like not knowing about the stuff that you're talking about. And I'm sitting there going, at the end of the video, he hummed the song, the theme to what he was reviewing, like over the pit, like he put the thing in the front and then he like zoomed into it and like was humming the theme song to the thing. And I was just like, that is the most shittiest video I've ever seen in my life. I loved it so much because he loved it so much. Like he was so excited personally and so enthusiastic that I'm like, that's the kind of guy I want to work with. He's not going, you got to subscribe to my Patreon and you've got to support the website by going to this, 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 and this. And I need you to send me money to the cash app to do this. And if you want more content, you've got to subscribe and go through a paywall. And I'm like, come to my Oli fans, buy my bath water. And I'm like, what the fuck? Like, no, like, look, I'll put ads on this podcast in the next six months. Like, we signed up for a service so that we can host and save some money on server fees. Like we're going to do ads through it, but there'll be beginning ads and ads or whatever it is. Um, they won't be intrusive. I mean, there'll be the normal stuff like, you know, zoom, you know, uh, uh, zip recruiter and you know, whatever. I don't know. Like all the, all the ads, but light Seltzer's doing all the ads now. Like it's going to be like that kind of stuff where, you get a percentage, you sign up for the service, they put in the ads for you, like, because they need to make some money, but I'm not going to ask people to, to, I'm not going to put up the paywall. Like, I just don't feel good about that. Like there's, there's one guy that does it and he's like, I don't get a day off and I'm sick and my wife's sick and, you know, I need money. You need to send me money so that I can keep doing this because I don't have a day job and this is all I have. And I'm like, that's on you chief. Like you put yourself here and to beg us for money. I have a, like beg us. It's, it comes across really poorly to me. Um, and it, people probably do send him money, unfortunately. Oh, they do. He opened like 10 boxes of things that people had sent him. And I'm like, See, you gotta be shameless. Yeah. I, yeah. Yeah. Integrity will probably keep me from getting as far as I, I should go because I can't, I can't do that stuff. Like I'm, I'm, I'm tight this week and somebody asked me to pick up something for their kids. And I was like, fuck, I'm probably going to do it tomorrow. I'm probably going to take $20 that I shouldn't spend and go buy your kid a toy because that's who I am where I probably shouldn't. Um, but I don't know. I I think, I I don't know. I, I think that, I think, you know, you're, there's an extent where, I can't do video and I can't edit it and I just can't shoot it well. So I'm not going to put it out there, but this stuff I'm like, I think the conversation is compelling enough that 
I'm I'm okay with like the levels being like one of my friends calls me out and he's like your levels are kind of low and I'm like turn up your radio fuck off like <laughs> thanks for listening <laughs> yeah thanks for listening turn up I'll, the radio I'll tr- I'll try again next week um, somebody came up to me the other, one of my friends was like oh yeah no I heard you talk about I I said something and they're like yeah no 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 we know blah A B and C and I'm like you listen to the show thank you that's awesome I didn't think anybody listened <laughs> <laughs> so yeah I know that feels. Um, all right, so we're over an hour. I, I dragged you on long enough. Um, oh, whatever. The only thing is I have to pee. Other than that, I'm good. We'll wrap, we'll wrap for now because I still want to talk about the idea of the coffee shop and the baking and living in Massachusetts. and The coffee shop, yeah. I, that's we, funny. We didn't, we didn't get there. We'll do it another time if you're okay with that. We'll Absolutely, man. I'd, I'd love to have you Khalil, back. I'll talk to you whenever you yeah. want, my man. So we'll wrap it up. Um, tell people where they can find your stuff, though. Like I want to make sure. Uh, me personally, I'm on Instagram and the interwebs at Hunchback Travis or TravisDuda.com. Um, check out Seltzer Time Podcast if you like two dope boys talking about potties. That sounded stupid. Anyway, um, we are at Seltzer Time Official on Instagram or Seltzer Time Podcast, wherever you find podcasts. And then check out Tales to Enlighten because I think this audience likes comics and fun shit. Yeah. And Tales to Enlighten is about... Uh, two boys on the path to enlightenment and they're murdering their way to enlightenment. Um, Sam, the grandson of Satan and his killer robot, Manfred. That sounds awesome. It's this written by so uh, Matt King drawn by James Edward Clark. It's, it's banana land. That's, that's so awesome. rad. Oh, that sounds like a lot of fun. Well, thank oh. you. Thank you so much. And thank you, time. man. That's, yeah. that's where I wanted to say thank you for having me on. And thank you for, the years of support and giving me free comics for years for writing terrible interviews. There still reviews. are free comics. I, I think I've got stacks downstairs. I should probably just send them to you that you haven't seen. Like, just send me shit. So maybe send Dude, I, What I really should do is just get like one of the type to speak things. And then I can just talk about my reviews and not like worry about structuring them and just kind of like, Oh, you still have to structure them. Trust me, it's it doesn't do? work that well. Yeah, damn it, it doesn't like you guys. You gotta be like, um, the man walked down the street. Period. Then, then you gotta go comma and then question. Like you still have to put all that shit in. Trust me. See, I want I want stream of consciousness. Though. So I can just start mumbling my review, and then like the robot will be like, that kind of makes sense. If I if, if that worked, I would have a lot more reviews on the website. Let me tell you. That. <laughs> <laughs> all right, cool that's man. what we need people to work on. Yeah. Always a pleasure, my dude. Thank you. This podcast was brought to you by Jackson Studios. Jax!